Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Dear Former In-Laws. This is your host, Anna Georgette Inwek. How are you doing? You doing okay? I'm doing okay. It is 5 a.m. in the morning. As you all know, I am a morning person. Super excited to be here. For those of you who don't know, I have a children's book. It's on Amazon called I Am Confident. How do you find the book? Put a title search in the bar with my first name, Eno, and it should come up. It is an anti-bullying book. I'm excited about it, teaching children to stand up for themselves and others. Thank you in advance. Support a child, change a life. Ladies and gentlemen, particularly ladies, what is today's podcast about? Let's talk about it. Not too long ago, I had a conversation where a friend of mine was asking, what about so-and-so? And I said, well, so-and-so reached out to me during my divorce and said, well, we cannot be friends with you. My wife and I have decided that the relationship with you is inappropriate. I had so many of these types of calls during my divorce. It was so painful. It was so painful. And again, I share my story not because I am in a place where I feel, how do I say this? I share my story oftentimes because I'm almost afraid to take these stories to the grave. Once a person reached out to me and said, because of you, I didn't commit suicide, I knew that it mattered. I make podcasts and videos and share stories for the things that I wish I had access to or I wish I heard during my own divorce. I wish someone told me that I would lose friends during the divorce. Listen, by the time I was married, I had organic friends. I had a tribe of people that were amazing, people who were up to big things in life, people who were inspiring, who pulled me into my greatness in a million years. I didn't think that these people would dissipate in any capacity. I thought I'd done a good job of choosing people. Imagine my shock when I was getting phone calls from people who said, we can't be friends with you or people who were slowly ghosting. I talk about this a lot. My best friend at the time was really making it clear that she was going to leave. And I remember that was one of the worst pains ever. People were very comfortable to let me know that they had disdain for my situation. One person stopped talking to me because she said, quote, why don't you go beg your husband to stay? This was a man who decided that he didn't want to be there. I was flabbergasted. Ladies and gentlemen, I really want you to know, particularly ladies, if you are going through a divorce, there may be sis, there may be situations where you simply might lose people. You can't anticipate in your mind this person will be there for me. But I want to also emphasize like I've done before in several YouTube videos and in several speeches that I've given is that as fast as you will lose people, you will also meet new people. One of the things that I did was publicly talk about my my divorce. When it first happened, I talked about it publicly. I made a lot of videos and I was making the videos of my pain in real time. I was crying on camera. I was updating people the best way I could, but I was doing a lot of journaling. But as I'm working on this, this upcoming documentary, a lot of those videos and all of that information has been made private because I need to 
organically bring out that information in a way that's helpful to whoever chooses to, to engage with it. But one of the things people ask is, what are some of the reasons that people abandon you during a divorce? I don't know. To me, nothing justifies it. And I remember thinking with one particular friend, when you reached out to me to tell me that your ex was abandoning you and did X, Y, Z, I remember thinking, and this could have been my ego. As a matter of fact, it was my ego. I thought, I stopped everything and I made sure I supported you throughout your journey, called you on a regular basis, even though we weren't even in touch that much, to support you, to make sure you've eaten, you've done this. And for me, she wasn't that. I've learned that not everybody can hold space for you. Not everyone is going to move the way I move. I've talked about this particular scenario before. My One of my friend's husbands reached out to me to say, she could never be for you what you were for her. She's not that person. It hit me differently. It allowed me to make the appropriate adjustment. Let's jump into it. Why do people, why do people ghost you or disappear when you're divorced? One thing is immediately they've taken sides. And I've talked about this before in a podcast or on my blog where immediately my ex asked for a divorce. My mother and I, who I considered close to me, Stop talking to me. For three months, I didn't hear from her. I was speechless. And when I did get a text from her, it was something along the lines of, I know he's asked you for a divorce, but you're a motivational speaker. You'll get through it. Right? Did you feel that the way I felt it? Just saying it. People take sides. And they're not sure. Um, There are instances where your significant other could be lying to people about what happened. And the good thing about my particular story is that the truth ultimately comes out and continues to come out. But sometimes you feel, why do they take sides? Why are they not asking me? People just do. I talked earlier about a friend of mine who said that she thought that divorce was contagious or acted like it was because it was a, quote, energy. That's a reason. That's a reason too. I think even more profound than that is that they were never your friends. It's so painful to try to understand that. In my case, I think to myself, if my husband wasn't my husband, surely I have to understand that these are not my friends. But what is counterintuitive is you thinking that when you're going through a divorce, you want to almost lean into the friendships that you think you have or lean into these relationships. But guess what? Unfortunately, some people will simply not be a space for it. What do you do? I think the safest thing for you to do is to journal things, write things out. One of the things that I provided for myself with my sister's assistant is giving myself permission to really say how I feel. I almost became afraid to share with people because I wasn't really sure why I was losing people. Why are they leaving? Is the information I'm giving them too much? Am I being too much? Right? I, I sought professional help. Initially, I couldn't even afford it. There was a woman who reached out to me to offer me her professional help. For the sake of her privacy, I won't mention her name. I'm not sure if it's okay with her or not, but she did it out of sheer grace. I don't know that I would have been here without that. It's one of the things that helped me have a space that was a, what's the word I'm looking for? A fair and unbiased space for me to process my feelings. Get a therapist. 
One of the things I'm looking to put together is a nonprofit for women who don't have to think about any of these type of things when they're going through a divorce. You need friends who are going to make people call you, keep up with you in a real loving way. You need food. I want to be able to supply you with food. You want to go back to school. We'll have someone to coach you for free. You need to go back to work. I want to be able to provide space for you to be able to wrap your mind around it. You need childcare. You need some help with temporary finances. I cannot wait to be able to do that. I'm excited about doing that because those are the type of things that I used or I could have benefited from on my journey. When a friend abandons you during a divorce, when you're thinking about things like the custody schedule or your attorney or if he or he, he or she cheated, the last thing you're thinking is, where's the tribe of people that I'm supposed to have around me? Why are they gone? Why did they hit the road? It might just come as a surprise that some people just don't even know how to handle it. There are some people who literally say, I didn't know what to say. And I think I have a video on YouTube called what to say to someone who's going through a divorce or what not to say for that matter. But, you know, one of the things that I found out to the people who are hearing a person go through a divorce, if you know that someone is going through a divorce, don't bail on them. It is one of the most painful things that you can do. The reason I'm making this particular podcast is is dedicated to the people who could potentially have, what's the word I'm looking for? Conceit or contempt for someone who's going through a divorce, right? I remember one of my friends saying, well, I'm not talking to you right now because you're acting strange. Bitch, I'm acting strange because my husband just asked me for a divorce 36 hours ago. I don't know what's happening. You're not being the strong NO that I knew. What? You guys, these are the type of things that people say. You don't know me. And I remember begging this person, please, I've never had to beg anyone in my life, but please don't leave me. I cannot handle any loss right now. Please forgive me in advance. I was here holding space for this person. Do not force a person who's going through a divorce to hold space for you. You are already grieving. The last thing you need is someone asking you to come in and explain your pain. I just wanted you to wait, be around me, have no issues. You know, don't judge me. Don't make my story about you. Just be there for me, right? And of course there were those who did, but that is not what this is about. The reason I'm making this podcast is the fact that I can draw a line directly to where people have ended up today, certain people. And the fact that five years ago, these same people ended up having so much contempt for me are today the same people that are about four of them divorced, one of them living a very uninspiring life in her marriage. One of them calling me to say, I'm so sorry that I went through, that when you were going through your divorce, that I wasn't there for you or we walked away from you. I can't imagine how that feels now that I'm going through my divorce. This is not me gloating. This is me saying, be careful that you, th- that you dare think that divorce cannot happen to you. 
that heartbreak cannot happen to you, that this could never be you. You don't know. You do not know. Nobody goes into a marriage thinking, at least most of us that are normal. I didn't. Apparently my ex did. But thinking, I will not be here forever. This is my person. The last thing you should do is have conceit. I always jokingly tell people, don't gloat over me because I'm God's favorite. You're going to stub your toe. And I always said that. But it's kind of true. Don't gloat over people that are in a disadvantaged position thinking that it couldn't be you. Don't do that. Divorce is a horrible thing for anyone to deal with in so many ways, financially, emotionally, spiritually. It can break certain people. It almost, in fact, it broke me down. So I'm not happy that these people are going through divorces, have divorced, or are not happy in their current relationships. But I'm pointing out to you that it can be you. It is just grace and time and what other societal norms that you might be grappling with that makes it stand. And sometimes it's sheer luck. But never take it for granted. And above all, do not find yourself in a position where you are conceitedly looking down on somebody because you think in your mind, this could never be me. To the people who are going through divorce right now, my heart goes out to you. Reach out to a professional. Listen to some of my, my, my podcasts, listen to my YouTube videos and see whichever one of those serves you. But above all, keep your head up and do what you can for your mental health. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to buy my book. It's your host, Anna Georgette Inwick. Thank you for listening.